joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by Nikki Haley Herbert. She is a loan consultant at Loan Depot. Nikki, first off, thank you so much for joining us. We are thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. Okay. So, We all have that interesting story of how we came into the mortgage industry, but what I want to focus on is why we stay in the industry. So Nikki, we have learned that we stay because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So I would love to know, what is your why? Oh my goodness, my why, of course. I know most people probably answer, you know, with their children, their family and all of that. And of course, that is a huge, huge part of my why. Um, Why I stayed in the mortgage industry personally is because coming into it from a marketing side before becoming a loan officer, I kind of got to sit back and just kind of watch how things work, um, support my branch managers and loan officers and help them accomplish different goals and kind of expand their footprints in their areas. And for me, it was the one industry where I just saw people thriving. Like, even though, you know, it has its tough moments and things like that, but for the most part, people were thriving that I was working with and they were accomplishing some pretty hefty personal goals outside of, you know, just working in the mortgage industry. So I just really saw it as an opportunity for me to really um, streamline my professional and personal goals and kind of tie those together because ultimately, you know, when we retire, we don't want our kids to worry about finances. We want to be able to put them in a better position than we were when it comes down to higher education and things like that. So for me, it was just really um, being able to observe that and see that I could really have the same life for myself. It was definitely something obtainable for me. Yeah, it's interesting. Our lives, our industry changes lives. Yes. And we in turn change the lives of the people that we serve. So yes, it is a ripple, right? It is a Mm -hmm. ripple of how both of those things are going together. And I agree with you. I mean, one of the reasons why I love hearing people's whys is it's a give back from me to our industry because I feel the same way. I know that the life I have and the life I've given to my children and then eventually down the road, my grandchildren, I mean, it's going to go on for generations, all because of us having the joy of serving in the mortgage industry. I love that. Absolutely. That is great. Okay. So now this is my favorite question because everyone has that story. And I know you have many of them, but I would love for you to pick that one special one in your heart where you realized the monumental impact that you have on the families you work with. Oh my goodness. Like you said, I do absolutely have several from the beginning till now, but I'll go with one of my um, more recent stories. I work with a lot of first time home buyers and they're young. Um, As we know, rents aren't getting any less expensive these days. So for me, it's always better to help them, you know, gain home ownership as young as they possibly can and start building that equity. Well, I had a young lady who I started working with I want to say about three years ago was when I really started um, originating. She didn't qualify. Her credit wasn't in a good place. So she ended up having to go with renting. 
Um, we kept in touch throughout the time with, you know, myself as well as the agent that I was working with, uh, with this particular borrower. Um, she closed a few months ago. The coolest thing about her closing was she literally purchased the house across the street oh. from the home that she was renting. 27 years old. When I tell you that this young lady was brilliant, um, she's a manager at a retail store and she had uh, one of those like prepaid um, Visa MasterCard accounts. She literally saved up $5,000 of her closing costs by having 300 direct deposited onto this like prepaid like wow. savings account thing. Yes, I was like, who does that? And I wish it was one of those situations where I could have caught her before that and kind of like walked her through, you know, how to set up certain type of accounts for herself. However, she did save the money. It worked out for her. Um, the day that she actually went to closing, she had pulled some funds out of her retirement account. She deposited into her credit union. The credit union wouldn't release the funds for her. She's freaking out because she deposited this check a week before. So to her, in her mind, seven days, I should be ready to go pull my funds and close. She's like, Miss Nikki, am I going to have to, you know, reschedule my closing? Like, what's going to happen? I said, listen, call the company that actually issues your retirement funds. Have them, I said, go back to the bank, go to the manager, call them on the phone while you're in the office and explain the situation. I was like, once you do that, they should be able to release the funds. She's like, are you sure? I said, I can never be 100% because I don't work for the bank. But if you don't ask, you won't know. So she literally did that. She went back to the bank. She sat with the manager. She called up Merrill Lynch on the phone. She explained the situation. They released the funds. She called me back on FaceTime and she was so excited. The look on her face was just like, oh my God, like they released the funds. I'm closing. I'm getting my check Yay. now and I'm heading to closing. And I was so excited. Single mom, young mother, 27 years old. She did all the right things over a three-year period. And I felt just as rewarded as she did the day she closed on that home. Um, my first time home buyers, those are the stories that hit me that, most. Like again, said, you, changed, you changed her life. You changed yes. her life. You changed her children's life. You changed yes. future generations' yes. lives because it went from renting to being a homeowner and yes. building equity and, and creating generational wealth. That and is literally beautiful. In a neighborhood she loved, like right, right. the street. Amazing. Right. She didn't even have to, yeah, she didn't even have to go the distance. Right. She could just go right across to where she was already planted and she was yes. comfortable. Yeah. Oh, that is wonderful. That is what yeah. I love, love hearing those stories. And everyone has that special story. And congratulations to you, Nikki, because Thank you. so many times people, if it doesn't work out, if the credit's not right, if the savings isn't there, if they don't qualify, sometimes they, they let that person go, right? That yeah. person kind of goes off, but you stuck with her. You held her hand, even though three years is a long time, Nikki, yes. to stay bonded Absolutely. With but you stayed there and you went the distance and you were able to get her. My God, she went from 24 to 27, right? I mean, think about that, right? Yes. And you were there. So congratulations to you for staying close and guiding, guiding her home. That's what you Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, I'm a nurturer at heart, so... 
it's perfect for me. And I love my first time home buyers because they're green. They, they literally don't know. So I use it as an opportunity to really hone in and educate them. And then of course, get them to that home, guide them home. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So changing gears a little, you know, I always like to hear perspectives of how we can build our teams and how we can get better as leaders, because all of us are leaders. It doesn't, it's not a title. It's we're all leaders, right? Yeah. So I'm curious, how can leaders in our industry make a difference in the lives of our team members? Like what would your recommendation be? Well, I think um, for me personally, just the impact that, um, I think I've had and other people have had on me is really the support and the coaching aspect. I think sometimes, especially when, um, especially over COVID, just to use that as an example, yeah. where we've all been out of the office, we haven't had that face-to-face -face time. So for example, one of the things that um, my branch manager does in particular, we have a boot camp, seven o'clock in the morning on Wednesdays, we're all half sleep, but we talk about what are some of the obstacles that you're dealing with? What are some of the things we can do to kind of pull together and support each other? Is there a particular type of uh, loan or something that you're struggling with that one of us can help with? The importance of the team being there to uh, support you, whether you're a newer loan officer, an older LO that's seasoned, just having that camaraderie and support as well as the coaching. Um, with the team that I'm with now in particular is, just so when I went through breast cancer treatment, just having that support, um, that was a huge worry for me because of sure. course I'm a newer loan officer. I, I'm, you know, really starting to build up a clientele and make a buzz for myself locally. And then I'm hit with that. Yeah. And um, the production assistant on our team, um, she's a woman and she's been in the industry for years. She used to be an underwriter. And at the time she came to me and she said, listen, I want to help you. And I knew it was one of those situations where like, you can't say no. And as an independent woman, you probably can relate to this yourself. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's very hard to accept help from other people. Um, and in that moment, I realized that I had to do just that. And she said, listen, if you, you know, you're deciding to work through this and I want to make sure that you don't miss a beat with any of your clients or any of your loans. And she jumped right in. So the days where I was literally hooked up to the chemotherapy machine for hours, Barb was right there answering emails, taking care of my files, making sure they were moving through processing, making sure that my customers, you know, spoke to someone and knew that they had a contact person. So between her and my branch manager, Ted, they really like honed in and supported me. And to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I've stuck with my team at Loan Depot, um, sure. I never wanted to, you know, jump around a lot. So when I found that team and that support system, and even now continuous, um, even though I'm on the aftercare side and all of that, there's still different appointments and procedures and things like that, that I have to continue to um, have right now. And I still have that same support that I had when I was going through it. And all of this happened during COVID. So wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, if nothing else, a couple of lessons there. One, you are correct, Nikki, uh, especially as women, we struggle with asking for help because we have always been taught like, well, it's a weakness if you ask for help or mm -hmm. I've got this because I'm a strong woman and I'm a superwoman and I can do all these things. We have to realize that we're actually stronger 
when we ask for help. And we mm -hmm. also have to realize that when we let other people help us, it empowers them and it allows them to grow and feel like they're doing something amazing, which they are. And yep. so we're being selfish when we don't ask for help or don't allow others to help us. So I'm so thankful and grateful that you had that team and have that team and that you realize you can't do it all by yourself. None of Absolutely. us, none of us can. And that, that is such a blessing. And thank you for sharing that because that's a great lesson for everyone that is out there leading and participating and being a valid team member. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Okay, last question. And this is the one that makes you think. Okay, <laughs> all right. So it's all about how we wanna be known in the mortgage industry and how others perceive us. So the question is, if there were people in a room and you were not in the room, and they were to describe you, how would you hope that they would describe you? What are a few words that you would hope that they would say? Oh, wow. That is actually one to make you think. Um, well, one of the things that I, I would hope that they say um, is that I, I persevere through things. I am, you know, my, my word is unstoppable. I do not let things limit me. Um, if I see the opportunity, I go for it. Um, if it's something that, you know, I, I, I just, I, I hope that that's what they say. She doesn't allow other people or anything to place limitations on her. That's what I would hope. Um, oh, because those are the I love that. that I live by. Um, if I were to look back at some of the limitations that a lot of people may have thrown in the towel just throughout life. I haven't been that person. So I hope it's words like that, you know, perseverance, um, just motivation, just unstoppable. Like I, I refuse to give up. I really do. <laughs> well, we want you to keep always being that way. And, and you know what? Life is way too short. We all know that, right? Yes. And we have to squeeze the most out of it, right? Like we can't yes, let opportunities go by or we can't let, um, you know, even opportunities of just something like this, right? Us meeting each other and, and connecting and having that bond and being able to share our story with other people, that in itself is an example that no one should ever be afraid of that because we don't know who needs to hear something that you said today or that moment in time of that opportunity. Don't be afraid, everyone. We know that sometimes we get in our here and mm -hmm. we get afraid and we second guess and we do all the what if, what if, what if. But at the end of the day, this is your life to live. Live it to yes. the fullest. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't have said it better. I, it's just one of those things, like I said, um, when you overcome different obstacles yeah. in life, um, I just don't see the limitations. And we all have that fear there. Oh my goodness, the oh, anxiety yeah. that I experience whenever I have any type of public speaking or anything. But if I don't get up there and tell my story, and one day, we haven't got there yet, one day you're gonna hear all of it. But if I don't tell this story, then another young woman right. coming up in the industry who may be facing similar obstacles or something completely different that they think 
is a limitation for them. They won't see that you can persevere and push through this and get to where you want to be. So ultimately, my goal is to be a trailblazer in the industry. Well, you are, you are not going to be, you are. And we thank you so much for sharing all of your insights with us. And we want you to continue to shine brightly, my friend, because you have a long trail to blaze. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks, Laura.